Hello everyone, welcome to Port Misery, a GH podcast, it's Tara as always. Hope everyone had a good week, hope everyone's, you know, staying safe and positive, all that stuff. Um, so yeah, this week was interesting. Um, I think we have movement, I never know anymore, to be honest, I just never know what's going on on this show. Um, we had so many, like, straggler storylines, like, when you go through the week, um you're kind of like i totally forgot like i had to go back and watch monday and through wednesday really quick i mean i didn't watch it i just really scrolled through the scenes um it usually jogs my memory but um there were just so many random people who showed up in the beginning of the week who weren't there for the end or like there's i don't know we're gonna get into it i think i found the best sort of like flow for this week's stories you can never it always changes depending on what happened um so yeah let's start with straggler stories i think i always want to start with those because they're just those stories that are just thrown in there like these people are doing stuff they still live in this town like great um so first because it was on monday brooklyn and maxie having lunch um i'm glad we got brooklyn out of a blazer i'm like good for you know she looked comfortable and i I was comfy for her and i'm glad we got her out of the quarter main mansion she has not left that house since she had that baby and i've never had a baby before so i I assume that that's what happens with a baby just gets stuck but like you never see her go anywhere except for like the hospital and your house and like i'm sure that's what you know having a young infant is but like dang girl like get out of the house girl go have a day um she gets dropped off with valentine and he is just so disrespectful to her when it comes to yo cute he was just like honey i'm not here for you if um if i'm ready to go and you're ready then we can go together but like if i'm busy wooing austin then you know you're on your own call an uber and so hilarious like if it was anna he would have dropped everything he'd be like sorry austin i gotta go um but yeah brooklyn and maxie have lunch um austin is clearly feeling maxie um i think some of you are getting that vibe i'm kind of getting that vibe he's definitely into her um and brooklyn thinks she can use it to her advantage like a true quarterman like the true granddaughter of tracy quarterman you know like mm, girl hoe it up for me and so we're gonna see where that's going but we literally don't see them this like goodbye disappear well hopefully next week um yeah another monday story where like we lost these people right after um valentine tries to austin it was an interesting moment because he was like i'm here to be really professional and sell my skills and how i've actually like helped this company we've actually had michael say that he's doing a good job they're all making money and then um austin's just saw like i'm not here to be you know in the middle of stuff and i'm not here to do like bro what where is this coming from like where is this coming from and valentine pointed out a really good point like all you have is some document that like old edward quartermay maybe thought about putting in the will it's not really like don't count your friggin' money yet and so you know they have some weird thing valentine is really like look i have no skin in this quarter main game like i'm just trying to make money they're making money do you want to make money like i know you're here for love but like you know how about money and so you know he's interested but like i said brooklyn's over here like with ooh maxi you know she would want you to vote for the quarter mains and so we'll see what that is gonna be like because it literally disappeared it dropped off of this show for the rest of the week the end because like scott left i guess like why do we need scott there to be he didn't even stay he immediately went to go try and find Lisa. I mean, Lucy rolled up. We had a nice Lucy Scott moment. I'm going to get to why Lucy was there in a second. 
But um, Lucy found out about Scott and Liesl. And I guess, you know, that's the second dude she's lost to somebody. I mean, she lost Kevin to Laura. And now she's losing. Like, and I think she can take Laura. She's like, oh, okay, you know what? That she might actually be better than me. Mm, it's Laura, you know. That's old school. But, you know, losing out to freaking Liesl Obrecht. Like, oh, no. She can't live in that world. And she won't. And so it's going to be really. She smacked him, essentially. She's just like, you're an idiot. And maybe she's right because he ended up thrown out of a plane. But we're going to get to that later. Um, so we had that scene. Um, what else? Straggler story. Sean went to play checkers with Alexis. And I'm going to count that as a scene. Um, Sean goes to play checkers with Alexis. He's immediately dismissed because Sam comes up. I'm going to get when we get into like missing Drew's storyline, we're going to get into Sam's part in this. But when he comes back, um, Alexis offers to help him find Hayden from prison. Now, I don't know how that's going to work. Like, because you're in prison, girl. What are you going to do? Um, but Sean doesn't say anything. And then immediately goes to find Jordan and team up with her. And so I'm like, that's rude. That's super rude. Like, okay. Mm, what does this mean? Unless her helping him means, like, getting Alexis out of jail so they can team up. Because that's the storyline I'm interested in. But whatever. Um, do not put Jordan with Sean. I will be very upset. Jordan does not deserve Sean Butler. Not after she put him in jail. So I'm sorry. No. No, girl. Um, find someone new. You're a beautiful woman. You can find anyone new. But, like, not Sean. But moving on. Uh, Gladys tries to get an apartment. <laughs> Gladys tries to get an apartment. That was the storyline. That brought us Lucy. That's what we're using Lucy for. To get Gladys an apartment. Anyway. Um, how does Sasha have so much pull over these people? I'm just very confused. Like. Mm, she used to be like a con artist. Slash crackhead. And now she's just like sway over Lucy Co. Okay. Like she doesn't date Michael anymore. She dates a stripper. But. She goes to buy an apartment. She's like mad that she's not invited to the Jarley wedding. Um, immediately starts like pushing up on a mob boss. Like I don't know what is with her and mob bosses. She just sniff them like a mile away. Like ooh, that man clearly has a mob organization. Let me let me push up. And so she gets herself invited to the Jarley wedding because she has loose lips when she's drunk. Um, she doesn't know anything, and so she's honestly just just there to be irritating. But um, she got invited to the the Jarley wedding. Um, then we have Brasha, so like they're a part of this like get Gladys an apartment so she can get away from us. Um, then they go to they I think it's like Wednesday. They're at Brando's garage, and like I made a joke when I was giving the episode. I was like oh my god they're here talking about domesticity again and then they legit started talking about domesticity i was like oh my god like give them something to do and then like we we kind of have the beginning of it because carly showed up and was like mm, brando i need you to start mobbing again um just baby mob stuff but like mobbing nonetheless and he was just like of course of course i will do all of those things that sounds great um there's a little bit of controversy um like i said i i follow a lot of different people and i read a lot of different opinions and stuff like that and like all of them are valid um and it was sort of like carly's wrong for going to him and being like mob you know essentially and i think some people were like well she didn't ask him to mob she asked him to listen like okay but like 
like if you listen in on mobster stuff and then you go tell another mob family it makes you snitch and so like she's essentially asking him to mob and you know like i understand like where people are coming from like ooh, that's a raggedy bitch move but also he did not fight her whatsoever he didn't fight her whatsoever he was just like yeah that sounds great uh 100 you need me to kill someone like he was too down he was too down to just be in the mob. He was Jason in 1997. He was just like, yeah, this is the life I've chosen. And so I don't know, like, if this is a drama they're going to give them. Like I said, maybe something will go down at the wedding. If I was Brando, I wouldn't have Sasha anywhere near that freaking wedding. But she's insistent on going. She's like, I don't want to keep you from your family. Like, okay, okay, girl. Mm, this is a mistake like you that was one of those like that's where the, <laughs> the Morgan Freeman voiceover comes on like mm, it was a mistake like <laughs> this is gonna be a mistake I have a feeling and I'm not wishing this I'm not hoping this but I have a feeling that we are not gonna see a Brasha baby I have a feeling we're not gonna see a Brasha baby because that's the main justification for Brando going full mobster um it cannot be like oh well he legit has a girl and a kid at home and he's deciding to make foolish choices it's gotta be like i have nothing left i mean this might be how sasha gets taken out i can see them both getting taken out that i don't know if the show was willing to go that hard but taking out pregnant sasha that is one of those like I mean, even if the baby made it, I think if they took out Sasha, like, that would be justification enough for Brando to just go full mob. Like, I gotta take care of this kid. I wanna have everything for it because they don't have a mom. Um, and then the kid has an excuse to be crazy like Spencer. So that could be interesting. Like, if that's where they wanna go with him, like, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I would miss Sasha. We could have her a ghost. She kept, she could be a ghost. Like, Courtney's always showing up as a ghost. Um, Stuart Damon, R.A.P., you know, when he was still around, he was constantly a ghost. We saw Ghost Allen, so he was, like, on the show still. Like, they killed him, and then he was on the show for, like, seven months as Tracy's ghost. It was crazy. Um, so we could still have Ghost Sasha going around being like, no, Brando, choose the light. And he's like, I can't have to avenge you, like you know and like have people in his life being like it's not gonna bring her back and then have like brando be like i'm not really looking for results as much as revenge and so that's just me you know i'm messy y'all know i'm super messy but moving on um another kind of straggler story and i it's offensive to put her in a straggler story but finn and liz go camping like why is elizabeth weber being put in straggler stories that's ridiculous like but she goes camping with new um aiden and violet and you know what like i think the young man who used to play aiden he's just very busy i see him in a lot of stuff so you know if they want to have that character on consistently they did need to recast him and he seems fine you know we have to we always have to warm up to the kids but um they're going camping chase is there being not paralyzed whatsoever like willow was 100 percent right on friday when she was like he could walk he's fine he's gonna be back in the forest next week and so i don't know that for a fact but like i wouldn't be surprised if they're just like welcome back chase like next week because who cares um it's now september 16th <laughs> it's september 16th y'all and so he should be fine because it's only september when is the fourth today excuse me september 4th so he's fine um they go camping um 
Liz and Finn are kikiing. Like, they are kikiing over here. I have absolutely no skin in that game. So, you know, I think if you're enjoying it, then I'm glad you're enjoying it. And if you're not, then, you know, it's not even... They're straggler stories, so they're they're not even a real story. But, um, they're kikiing. For some reason, they have, like, Elizabeth can't do basic things like she's just like i can't i don't understand how tents work like what gravity what like she's a nurse have her do better than that why are you doing that you could have finn have so he could have still told like his little namibia story or whatever um without that moment but they're out here kiki and chase took them kids somewhere get them kids out of here so we can have this moment and um here comes scott falling out of a plane here comes scott just boom and so we're gonna get to <laughs> the Liesel gets kidnapped story because it's so funny. Um, and then final really straggler story, kind of, because it goes into like the jet. But it's Trina and Ava saying goodbye. But is it goodbye? Because like they have a whole moment where like Ava's like you're like a daughter to me, and Trina's like I need you, and they talk about Spencer, and you could just tell that Trina is putting all them will, all them puzzle pieces together because she's not about to lose Ava over Spencer and his foolishness, like, absolutely not, and not with that Dollar Tree nail, like mm, girl, meet me in the parking lot, like I will fight you in any parking lot in Port Charles, and so Trina's gonna look for her inner Ava, and she's gonna take on Dollar Tree nail because Dollar Tree nail is slipping. Oh, there is one more straggler storyline because Nicholas Spencer, Dollar Tree Nell. Um, Dollar Tree Nell reminds Spencer, like, bro, we don't have any money and I'm not here to pay for you. So you better figure out how to get over being fake stabbed because it's not like you you were do you were doing a hundred percent of what your dad accused you of. And so I don't understand why you're acting all like hurt when we are stalking Ava. And that's why you got fake stab. What's the problem? And so, you know, respect on Dollar Tree now for that. Like, my guy, why are you getting so mad? Like, I don't even get it. Because she's clearly a sociopath. Like, you know, if she don't get why he mad, then she's a sociopath. But also, she seems to be the sociopath realist that he needs. Being like, honey, we did what we did. What else do you want? And so, Spencer fake makes up so he can get his breakfast paid for, which makes me laugh. Like, let me get this back. I knew it was gonna be about that money. Um, but here comes Trina and like Dollar Tree now already making her first mistake calling Kiki Lauren because she had the pass. She saw the pass and the pass says Lauren because her name Kiki's real full name is Lauren Catherine Jerome. Kiki's a nickname. And so on her on her GH badge it was gonna say her first name, not her nickname. I mean you can get places like to put nicknames places, but like on your main stuff it usually says your full name. And so you know they at least Dollar Tree Nell about to get caught, but she seems like the type of messy person to drag Spencer with her. Like she's not gonna take that heat by herself. Um, she gonna make it seem like he talked her into it. Like, mm, she's a mess. But those were really the straggler storylines this week. Um, let's get into the main storylines that we saw. So, missing Drew. Drew's missing still. Um, and we care about this. After, <laughs> after two years, we care about this because of one shaky phone call. But here we go. Storyline for Sam. Sam goes and tells Alexis. Um, I don't know why Alexis needs to know, to be honest. Like... What's she going to do? Nothing. And she's not going to stop you. But Nancy Lee Ron on Twitter said, like, 
her character is just relegated to like exposition dumping of other characters they just come to prison to tell her what she what they're doing while she's in prison and i think that's hilarious because it's super true but um sam tells alexis sean's there and she like informs sean that she's found a more interesting storyline and she's gonna be pursuing that because who cares about hayden which you know good for her good for her because like that storyline's stupid and sean should want better for himself um and then what else happens okay so then sante so sam meets up with dante and anna and they realize that the wsb is evil again so they're evil again y'all everyone's if you're new to this show every like six seven years the wsb gets taken over by a villain um i don't know how people become the head of the wsb i don't know if there's an election process or i don't know like if you are the head like last time we saw frisco jones was the head of the wsb so like does he pick his successor or was he overthrown i'm not sure how it works but it's clearly evil again and anna doesn't have any clearance so we don't know exactly how evil it is um tristan rogers on twitter said that he's back filming so like hopefully robert knows how evil it is because robert never loses his freaking clearance like it doesn't matter what he does or how many times he fakes his death he will have clearance so hopefully robert can shed light on this but because anna doesn't have clearance they have like they write this scene where like all of a sudden she has like blind faith in the wsb and she's the one that can't be trusted because of stupid theater school and we have to have sam and dante like talk her back to reality and i don't care for that i do not care for that like sam and dante are good at investigating for two different reasons like dante's a cop so he's got a little detective hat on and then sam's a private eye meaning that she's more willing to be messy to get results but anna is a freaking international spy do not have these two people seem like they're giving her spy lessons i don't care for that like it doesn't diminish their abilities but like no she should be the pro at the table letting them know the tea not um not the other way around i'm sorry we hear like random children screaming like i live in an apartment complex and you know kids are gonna kid and so okay the final thing so like sam goes talk to curtis because this is such a choppy storyline which is like sam would appear and then she would disappear for days and you'd be like oh there she is and so sam goes to talk to curtis at the champagne room and um curtis is immediately like you gotta leave girl you don't want to be here go we'll talk about this someplace else sometime else and sam is so oblivious she's just like what do you mean i'm fine like why can't i be here and then here comes the three stooges jason spinelli and michael and of course they act like they cannot see sam right over there like it's a straight view to see curtis and sam standing at the bar and they're just like in there so into their own dumb conversation because jason is such a conversationalist that you can't see his freaking ex-wife slash baby mama standing in the corner but like they're just talking about how great it is that he's marrying carly and so spinelli he's the worst i'm not gonna get into it but jay sam have like a you know sam is pretty much like i'm with dante now so you know this is really weird for me for different reasons because like carly was always getting in our relationship but you know like uh, 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 you know and good for her good for her like i always like cherish like whatever j sam seems i can get but like i they kind of had her looking like she was in her feelings about this and i don't want her to be in her feelings about this like 
you left him and they should write that like he should be in his feelings around her and that's just how i feel about that but um she goes to talk to curtis she you know he says he knows gladys essentially um and he calls gladys gets some info there they're not going to the tano unfortunately um sam meets up with dante and like they start kikiing until dante gotta go arrest everybody at the champagne room and we will get to that in the jarley story but that's pretty much like what's happening like no drew um we didn't see any drew i'm not that i need to but like <laughs> this storyline is going at a snail's pace here but okay so next one uh jackson the sauce so <laughs> jackson the sauce jackson's just like looking at the burnt out remnants of his freaking life because he's been on like a chaos tour for all of 2021 just burning bridges as he goes along and so <laughs> jocelyn is just like let me go make my dad some dinner since i'm officially the only person he has in his freaking life and so jocelyn and trina go there and they're setting stuff up trina brings over this like 17 year old sauce um like she said she had it in the freezer but it did not look frozen whatsoever it was very just you know liquid but um they have the sauce and jocelyn's like i recognize the sauce this is sunny sauce but he's dead and then jacks all of a sudden the memories just come flooding back to him like oh i saw sunny when i got shot nina's trash turns out and um it's funny because i i wonder if he thinks that like if he knows that sunny doesn't have a memory or if he thinks that sunny's trying to like trick him or trick like tricking nina into keeping him away like because i think that's like i think it was soap jen it was her storyline where she was just like what if mike what if sunny just got his memory back and just decided to like stay away from carly and jason because he was done with that like what if jackson says that's what's happening because we know jackson's a freaking idiot um but he literally spends like two days trying to figure out if like this can be real and like what he should do about it and essentially we find yeah he is like he goes back to alexis didn't need that did not need that no one buys that friendship anymore like leave this woman alone and then goes to badger ava which i actually really really liked because like ava had no respect for him she was like oh honey he, she moved on because you're trash because you chose that that stupid you know evil witch carly and now you're upset now you're confused like go get out of here and so essentially once he realizes that like nina's new guy's name is mike and he knows that sunny's real name is michael um he's on his way to nixon falls to be messy so mm. time ten, like there's a freaking clock on whatever the hell nina thinks she's doing i don't know why i shouldn't just tell him like we're gonna get to that in a second um next storyline liesel gets kidnapped so like <laughs> scott and liesel head to saint lucia on a private jet because scott thought that, that was cute and um the plane is like immediately hijacked it's just like immediately hijacked they put they get chloroform from the overhead masks and they just straight throw scott out of a plane they just throw him out of a plane they put a parachute on him i don't know how he operates the parachute i don't know what's going on but maybe that's why they nosedive so it'd be like you know they could just toss him out in the parachute already open and it would open i have no idea but he got thrown out of a freaking plane and <laughs> landed in 
uh, Elizabeth and Finn's campsite. And then, like, a little forest spirit, you know, disguised as a Boy Scout came out and was like, I'm here to help. It was so weird. I know it's a little kid who played um, Victor and that crazy woman's son on One Life to Live. I, her name is escaping me. But, yeah, I know that that's that kid, but, like, it's so weird. It's so weird. He just came out of nowhere. He was like, hey, like, where are you not with anyone, little kid? Like, why are you just wandering the woods at night by yourself? That's not, mm, I'm not a parent, but I'm pretty sure that that's not great parenting. But he, he finds Liesl's locket, brings it to GH, because that's where Scott is. Here comes, like, Anna to do all of Jordan's work. I mean, Jordan served absolutely no purpose all week, all week. Um, she's just been in scenes with people while they have an exposition dump um but essentially we we find out that scott knows nothing he knows nothing and you know brit finds out when she's on a bad date and they have like a moment where they both say they care about liesel they need her to get come home um, Liesl wakes up on Cassidine Island. She doesn't realize she's on Cassidine Island yet. How many passages are in the room she's in? Because I swear people keep popping out of everywhere in that room. Like, she wakes up. She's clearly alone in a room. And, you know, there's the fourth wall, which is the camera. And so, like, she's trying to get out. Someone comes in with a tray. Um, he closes the door behind him. And then all of a sudden, like, she goes to stab him with a knife. And someone shows up from behind the fourth wall like hey i'm here to stop you like wait where did you come from my guy and then you know she's like what do i do after they leave and then like from behind her like there's victor castine i'm like what the hell like where are these people coming from but he's got her and apparently he's just really still in love with her like her the westbourne women their milkshake are bringing all the boys to the yard you know we got like nina has all these men in love with her lisa's getting kidnapped hers is so good you know jason's and his feelings over brit like this is real interesting to me but he pretty much tells her like i'm not feeling you and scott so you live here now and so we'll see where that goes like it's a really weird storyline um, but whatever, it's interesting. Um, then we have, um, Jarlie. I'm gonna do that. Uh, Jason meets with Jordan. Um, and he, she tells him that Cyrus is, like, back in business. I don't understand why Carly is thought of as the snitch. Like, Jason's out here having rendezvous with a police commissioner, just getting tea. Just getting straight information. Just, like, you know, he's not giving a lot, but, like, still, like, that looks sus. And Jordan, what the hell? Like, I mean, I understand, like, oh, my enemy's enemy's my friend. But, like, ugh, girl, you got to stop working with criminals. Like, it just looks so bad. Laura should have fired her. She honestly should have fired her and put Mac back in charge. Because, like, then I, I think all of this would be better if Jordan was a private detective. Then, like, her and Anna could, like, team up and have some, like, lady. Anna, Jordan, and Sam can team up lady private detective agency like it would be so i would stand all three of them like i would stand all three of them together but no we have to have jordan ashford being the worst commissioner of all time and just you know meeting with criminals meeting with criminals meeting with ex-cons because she like teams up with sean or whatever you know not doing anything to find out why 
Sean, Scott fell out of a plane just standing there while Anna does all the work. Um, a mess, a mess. Let me get back to Charlie. I'm sorry, I just like went off tangent. Uh, so Sonny Corinthos, one more tangent. Sonny Corinthos would not have needed Jordan to tell him that Cyrus was back in the game. He would have just known. He would have just known. He was like, no, he's gonna keep running shit from prison. He would have put like, we gotta put a bullet in him. We cannot just send him to prison. He was running things from prison before he got here. But ugh, moving on. Um, across town, Carly's just like dreaming about Jason. She's just like, oh, Jason, do I love him? I don't know. And Anna's like, wake up, girl. Wake up. How you doing? I I need a drink because I have to carry all these investigations and people don't give me clearance because of theater school. It's ridiculous. And you're dating him in real life. And those things don't correlate on this show, but I'm going to correlate them because it's irritating. And so for some reason, they have Anna say that Charlie is like Robert in her and never. They wish. Absolutely not. Like, no, 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 no. But we don't have to deal with that much longer because Carly gets called away by random mom boss number two. And he shows up and says he's pro-Jarly. And then, you know, random mom boss number three tells Jason that he's pro-Jarly. And it turns out that, you know, none of them are pro-Jarly because they're all working for Cyrus. Because he just wants revenge. And I like that he's super petty about that. Because they're like, how are you going to, like, run your business? You can't get out of jail. And, like, Cyrus is like, I'm really not interested in results. I'm interested in revenge. And so, like good for him man good for you and like jason knows that no one can be trusted but carly would rather freaking talk about jacks like oh but jacks needs to support us why who cares but uh, she needs to get her head in the game or just like you know give the business to jason and move to the island but uh, they have their bachelor and bachelorette parties like i said jason goes to the champagne room and they have the most world awkward world's most awkward scene with sam she leaves and then here comes random mob boss number two's nephew freaking joey novak being a weirdo like talking about carly's hot which she is but like jesus like you were clearly asking it punched and then they don't have jason or michael do it they have spinelli do it out of all the people okay and then did he beat all three they asked because they were all on the ground so i know we didn't have spinelli do that so did other people get involved what happened and then super hot bartender lady who i still want for terry um she just calls the cops she's just like yeah, i don't need this i do not need this i'm not getting paid enough and she calls dante and he arrests everyone per usual so they're in jail you know as they should be. Why are you fighting in this club? It's not 1997. Can't just do that. Not where they just like get out of here. Like no, go to jail. Um, finally, um, and it's not. It's not the most interesting storyline. It was just the one that was on the most this week, and so it's the Tano, <laughs> the Tano. Everyone who knew, and so like we start off on Monday with the Tano, and like Lisa and Nina are literally having the same conversation they had on Friday, except in different clothes. And it's like, can you move on? We know you're sending theater school to St. Lucia to murder him. Even though it turns out there is no conference in St. Lucia and she was just getting played by Victor Cassidine. I think that's hilarious. Um, Yeah, she's been out the game too long if she's letting these shenanigans happen. 
but um while she's having this stupid conversation repeat conversation uh mike asks theater school if he knows who he is and like of course he he dances around that before he's just like nah i don't know you and nina tells theater school go to saint lucia find your baby get out my storyline which i think is hilarious like she's really spent the last three weeks well she's really started since jack showed up just making sure people stay out of the storyline like no this is my storyline no one else can be in it and so like she had to do it like get get trina out of here get jocelyn get you know let's get ava can't know anything jacks get out of here even though you're shot i, I don't care um <laughs> she pushed maxi out the door like she's really like you guys gotta get on my storyline and so now that she's got theater school out she's like let me shoot my shot let me shoot my shot and so mike takes her on a date he takes her on a date and to the tano to the tano he was like oh i couldn't think of a better place like no you don't know a better place because you have no memory and that's what's happening but like you would have taken her to a freaking island if you knew who you were but you know he doesn't know any other place they go there and they decide to like go bang in like the upstairs room that mike stays in above the tano that's super romantic and his watch gets caught in her hair which her hair is super like bone straight like i don't know why it's getting caught in anything like i have super curly hair everything is caught in it but you know for convenience his watch gets caught and then she sees the watch that adela gave mike and um now she's got a conscience again and so he is now saying like well she's like i can't be with you until you know who you are which doesn't make any sense because you could just tell him who he is you just tell him who he is like you think that if you don't tell him if he just finds out then he's gonna be less pissed off that you did what you did like it's so ridiculous like she have this some deniability like i didn't let it get too far no you just let me be dead for nine months like i have children but you know he says he loves her he goes like full sunny corinthos in the 90s and was like i love you girl and now she just doesn't know how to feel she just doesn't know how to feel she has like phyllis yelling at her like choose life choose the present and stuff like I don't know why she isn't more interested in who Mike is. Like, why are you guys... This is such a weird way to be. But, um, to be honest, that's honestly all that's happened this week. It really wasn't a lot. Like, none of the stories got moved forward. It was just, like, a rehashing of everything that's going on. Um, hopefully we have more movement next week. The one story I'm really interested in that I saw, because it was more, like, Jarly doing stuff and, like, you know, it was, um jocelyn and trina not trusting dollar tree Nell. that seems like it's gonna be real interesting because like ooh, they have no time for that girl they're just like mm, don't care for her don't care for her one bit and so i'm really interested in that but thank you guys for listening as always if you would like to follow me you can do so on twitter um at port underscore misery and as always have a great day week weekend yeah enjoy bye